Welcome to the podcast, Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage, where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mood, the thoughts that get you out of the mood, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelly Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. This is episode number 138, Dethroning Negative Sexual Sentences. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for this week's episode, where we are going to take a deeper dive into the concept of the negative sentences that we have in our mind, especially when it comes to intimacy. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably had some negative sexual sentences run through your mind. So these are our thoughts. Now, why does this happen and why is this a problem? Well, first of all, if we're having negative sexual thoughts on a consistent basis, it will probably come as no surprise that it will be very difficult to feel like you want to be sexual with your spouse if you mainly have negative sexual sentences going around in your brain. So let's just think about this for a second. If we are having negative sexual thoughts about ourselves, about sex as a whole, or about our spouse, then we are creating negative emotions within our bodies on the topic of intimacy. And it will be very hard for us to want to be intimate when we have these negative emotions coursing through our body. So when we don't really address them and we just continue to think them over and over, week after week, month after month, this just adds up over the years and it lingers, it stays around. And then we start to wonder, man, how come I'm never in the mood? When these negative sexual sentences are hanging around, what happens to the concept that we develop about our own sexuality and our own desire to be intimate? We usually start to question it. And we usually start to think that something is wrong with us or that something is wrong with our spouse or that something is wrong with the concept of sex in our marriage altogether. And when we start to think about all these things in a negative way, man, it can be really, really challenging to have a natural desire to want to be intimate. Now, having negative sexual thoughts and negative sexual sentences running around through our mind is normal. There's nothing wrong with us when we have these. And having negative thoughts on any topic is almost like the default mode that humans go to. It's so much easier to think negative thoughts than it is to think positive thoughts or constructive thoughts or even beneficial thoughts or thoughts that actually serve us and motivate us and help us progress and develop. Those take a little bit more work. And so sometimes 
the natural man in each of us wants to take the easy way out and just continue thinking the negative thoughts. Now, we're all familiar with having negative thoughts on a wide variety of topics. And some of them may not affect us a lot, especially if we don't have them consistently on a particular topic. But this seems to come up a lot when it comes to intimacy, having these negative sexual sentences going on in our mind. And so I want to talk about some of these sentences, the ones that come up quite a bit, and what we can do about them and how we can challenge them. And I like this concept of dethroning these sentences so that they don't continue to rule over this part of our life because this is part of our life. It is part of the married life. And when we face challenges with intimacy in our marriage, we really are facing ourselves, right? We're facing our own beliefs about a multitude of things in life. And it's usually through the context of the sexual relationship that we start to um, have these challenges come up in our mind and we have to face them. Sometimes it's that we're facing them within ourselves. And sometimes it's just that we're facing it because we're dealing with another person, our spouse, and their thoughts and viewpoints and beliefs are different than ours. And so they come head to head. And sometimes they're being challenged for the first time. And sometimes they're being challenged for the thousandth time. And so it would be in our best interest to actually say, well, what do we do about these negative sexual sentences that I have And how can I do something about them so I can move forward? So we're going to talk about three different ways to modify the negative sexual sentences. We're going to add modifiers to these sentences so that our brain can start to view them differently and we can redirect our brain to work for us instead of against us. And the beauty of doing this is that we're going to ignite more positive feelings within ourselves, so that it will naturally lead to us being more open to intimacy and not so resistant to it. So the first modifier that we're going to talk about is for now. So this little phrase, for now, can be added to the end of a negative sentence that you think. And then what we can do after that is continue to think a thought that might give us new direction. So let me give you an example. For most of my clients, when they come to me, they will say a sentence that is something like this. I'm just not very interested in intercourse. Right. So this is almost like they're comparing their interest to their husband's interest. But if we just look at the sentence that they keep thinking, it's this. I'm just not very interested in intercourse. And so what we want to do is add on this modifier for now at the very end of it. So then the sentence becomes this. I'm just not very interested in intercourse for now, but that could totally change. 
So we add the modifier for now, and then we add on an extra part to the sentence that says, hey, there's hope for the future. Things could change in an instant. Uh, There's something that I'm looking into, (laughs) right? So this really challenges our brain to say, oh, that's not just a definitive sentence that says I'm just not interested in sex and then that's the end of it. We're kind of mixing things up for our brain and saying, hey, there's a little bit more to this sentence and that's the part we probably need to pay more attention to. So when we say for now and then say something also like, but that could totally change, our brain goes, wait, that could change? The fact that you're not interested in sex could change? (gasps) What would make it change? How is it going to change? What do we need to look into? Your brain loves missions like this. It wants to go on them. It's exciting. It's new. It's thrilling. So being able to add these modifiers is a wonderful thing. Another example of how we could use this modifier is a sentence that goes something like, I just totally lack a desire to be intimate, right? That's like a normal negative sentence that we might be thinking on a regular basis. So we could add the modifier. So then we could say something like, I just totally lack a desire to be intimate for now, but... I am actually trying to learn some new things these days. And then your brain's going to go, you are, you're trying to learn new things. What new things are you learning? (laughs) And when your brain can ask those kinds of questions and say, there's more, there's something to learn. What are those things that you're learning? (gasps) Then your brain wants to deliver you answers of new things that you're learning about yourself, your development, your potential, your progress, your growth on an individual level instead of just looking at sex as just mainly something for your husband or as a duty thing. It becomes way more personal and way more meaningful. Okay, so the second modifier is a phrase that says, at this time. So let's say we were thinking, oh, I don't really know what turns me on. If we only think that negative sentence over and over, then our brain just ends there. Our brain doesn't have anywhere else to go with that. It just uh, says, oh, well, we don't know. We don't know what turns us on. Bummer. But what happens if we add the modifier at this time? The sentence could go like this. I don't really know what turns me on at this time, but I'm starting to work on it. And your brain can go, we are, we're working on this. (laughs) What do we need to figure out? What course can we take? What podcast can we listen to, right? How are we going to find this out? And how are we working on it? Where are we going to find some new information about this? So this will excite your brain to continue to learn more about your desire and about what actually does turn you on. And when your brain likes to do that kind of stuff, it's not going to feel like a chore. It's going to feel more fun and exciting, 
Another example of how we could do this um, would be is if we think something like, you know, I just keep blaming my husband for my low libido. This is so common, right? We do blame our husbands. It's natural to blame our spouse. It's like the default mode. But what if we added the modifier? Then it would sound something like, I keep blaming my husband for my low libido at this time, but I am actually tuning into my body more than I have been in the past. Your brain's going to go, ooh, you're, tu- you're tuning in more. How are we doing that? What does it mean to be tuned into your own body more and not just your spouse's body, not just your husband's body, but your own? What does that feel like? What are the senses doing? And your brain gets really excited about that, much more so than the negative sentence without the modifier. Okay, so the third modifier is the word temporarily. And I love this one, right? Because wherever we are in life and in our struggles, a lot of these things are temporary. And we usually forget that and we don't use this modifier. And so our brains like to be very dramatic and think that these things are going to last forever and that they will never change, never get better and never improve. And so that's just not true. And so we want to use this modifier of things being temporary. So an example of this could be if we're used to thinking the negative thought, my husband is just not meeting my sexual needs, right? That could seem like it will never be solvable. That could feel so down and so depressing and just way too big to solve. But what if we added this modifier of the word temporarily? Then it could sound something like this. Oh, my husband is just not meeting my sexual needs temporarily. But I wonder what next week will look like. And your brain's going to go, ooh, what happens next week? What new thing is going to come up. Are you guys going to have new conversations? Are you going to dive into something new? Are you guys going to explore something together? Like what's going to be different? So adding that modifier will send your brain on a new mission that will seem so much more enjoyable and easy to go down rather than the previous negative sentence. Now this can apply to all kinds of situations that we face in life. It could be things that come up with our kids or our neighbors or people in our community. So we can always practice and get a lot of practice using these modifiers. And so this next week, I really want you to challenge yourself to use these three modifiers And you can use them in all types of situations, but really try to focus in on the negative sexual sentences that come to your mind and see if 
when you start using these modifiers, either for now, at this time, or temporarily, let's see what it does to our feelings, to our mood, to our desire, and see if it doesn't create a little bit of that spark to get us more in the mood. Because remember, the more you restore this type of intimacy with yourself, the more you can restore it with your spouse. Thank you so much for listening today, and we hope you will join us again next week.